Well, hello, everyone. It's episode 199, Brian Sussman Show, Faith, Family, Freedom. Thank you for joining me. I am writing a book right now, as I've told you in recent podcasts, and it's an extension of my other books in that it deals with, well, let's just call it eco-Marxism, environmental Marxism. That's all I'll tell you about the book at this particular time. Although in recent episodes, I have given you some snippets. I'm looking at an excellent article right now. It was written in 2019 by Paul Kengor, and it's, it's about the topic of Marxism. In this particular case, the title is rather intriguing, as a title should be. It's entitled, What Lenin Said About Christians and Socialism. Vladimir Lenin. I know a lot about Vladimir Lenin. I do, I do know that um, during those short years that he ran what became the Soviet Union, he was the first premier of that state or that nation. Um, he ran it into the ground. Millions of people died of starvation and other things. But while all of this calamity was taking place, he spent countless hours. I mean, just countless hours writing long papers about the environment. He, he truly held the environment in higher favor than he did humankind. Now, I've written extensively about that, both in Climategate and Ecotyranny, and I'm going to be writing about it even further in the upcoming book. So I know a lot about Lenin. He was a communist. communist. He was the first uh, disciple of Karl Marx, who got to run a country, and he ran it into the ground. It was great calamity before the world's eyes, and there's not yet been a socialist state who didn't do better. At the end of the day, it's all about authoritarianism, dictatorship, despotism, death, ruin, destruction, but all the while holding out a little carrot, dangling a carrot, of a future utopia when they do it right. You know, it's amazing. The Democrat Party in the United States of America has truly embraced socialism, communism, and uh, it's, it's, it's a one ideology party. No one's allowed to defect. But in this article by Paul Kengor, he begins it with a, it's a statement from a guy named William Barber. William Barber is a Democrat congressman. He was speaking at the Democrat National Committee, and he said, we must compel them. If someone calls it socialism, we must compel them. You know, if someone calls what we're doing socialism. We must compel them to acknowledge that the Bible, now this guy's a reverend, so I guess he can, he's the authority, question mark. Uh, we must compel them to acknowledge that the Bible then must promote socialism because Jesus offered free health care to everyone. And he never charged a leper a copay. Ha, 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 ha. Um, that is a completely asinine analogy. I, I'm hoping he just meant it to be a joke and he wasn't serious. I'll give, him, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on that. But of course, at that moment, all the secular progressives in the party, most of whom are atheists, uh, jumped to their feet in a thunderous applause. And that included the DNC chairman, Tom Perez, who says that Democrat socialists like AOC, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, represent the future of the party. 
That's the party once headed by men like John F. Kennedy, who warmed of fanaticism and fury. He also warned of the ruthless, godless tyranny known as communism. Yeah, same party. Boy, have they fallen far. Describing the U.S. Constitution and the Bible as socialist documents, this Reverend Barber went on to exhort the faithful, saying, if you want to have a moral debate, bring it on, baby. A moral debate on socialism and Christianity, Pastor? Uh, I'm up for that anytime, anytime you'd like to have it. I know I'm just one voice crying in the wilderness here, but I'm assuming that you are an authentic Christian, and if that's the case, well, so am I. Let's have the discussion, because we, we should be able to do it very rationally. A moral debate on socialism and Christianity. Uh, listen, I'm not meaning to pick on Reverend Barber here. Um, he's interchangeable with any number of social justice proponents on the religious left. So we could just leave it at that, but I want to get back to this article. <laughs> In 1937, the Roman Catholic Church referred to communism as a satanic scourge, a truly diabolical instrument of the sons of darkness. Now, can you imagine a publication in 2019 defending such an ideology? That was bold in 1937. And quite frankly, in my opinion, that's the position every Christian should have today. Communism is diabolical. When you read all that Karl Marx and his writing buddy Frederick Engels had to say, as well as Vladimir Lenin, they were atheists. They had no room for communism. In fact, the initial goal of Karl Marx in college when he joined a group called the Young Hegelians was to, quote-unquote, liquidate Christianity. I'm not making this up. But back to this Democrat socialism infatuation that many have on the modern religious left. I'm reading from Paul Kengor now. He said, I dealt with this not long ago in a recent piece laying out at length what the Catholic Church has taught about socialism and even its alleged more democratic variants. Here, too, this article could run thousands of words with endless examples, including some of the very founders of socialism, Marxism, Marxism-Lenin, and past Democrats, socialists, and social Democrats refuting this stuff. Socialism is, Kengor says, in Marxist theory, the final transitory step to communism. Socialism, it's just, it's just a step to communism. Progressivism, socialism, Marxism, they're, they're all steps towards the ultimate goal. Communism, it's true. I mean, Vladimir Lenin said he was a social democrat. The Communist Party of the Soviet Union began life in 1898 as the Russian Social Democrat Labor Party. If you'll remember... Not the Nazis were socialist Democrats. Lenin, Trotsky, Stalin, they were all just different shades of the same color. Blood red, because that's what communism does. Each and every time it's employed, blood red. But <laughs> getting back to what Paul Kengor is saying here in this great article, which I keep diverging from, uh, what did Lenin say about religion? 
He said, religion is the opium of the people. He wrote that in December 1905. And when he did that, he was echoing his hero, Karl Marx, who said religion is a sort of spiritual booze. Yes, a spiritual booze. That was the mild assessment from a man who wrote, quote, there is nothing more abominable than religion and all worship of a divinity is a necrophilia. That's Karl Marx, a necrophilia. Sticking to this statement in 1905, Lenin saw socialism as incompatible with religious belief. So I'm just, I'm just taking a step back. Any Christian, Democrat or, or Marxist, or I guess you could say the Democrat Party is Marxist nowadays, but for a Democrat to get up there and say socialism, Marxism is compatible with Christianity is just blatantly stupid. It's ignorant of the facts. I'm reading you quotes here from the founders of communism. And I'll continue. Lenin saw socialism as incompatible with religious belief. He said, everyone must be absolutely free to be an atheist, which every socialist is as a rule. Do you see what I'm saying, folks? He declared complete separation of church and state is what the socialist proletariat demands of the modern state and the modern church. It's true. That's why every time communism has been employed on the national scale, the first thing they do is shut down the churches. This is what's happening right now in Chile. Chile just elected a few months ago a, a, a communist governor, a communist uh, president. He wants to shut down all the Christian schools. That's going to be his first starting place. Everyone must be absolutely free to be an atheist. Okay, you're free to be an atheist in this country. But he said, and every socialist is as a rule. Lenin insisted that religion must be declared a private affair. A private affair. You keep it between your ears, period. Don't share it. Don't spread it. Of course, once Lenin and his Bolsheviks took over, they refused to tolerate religion even as a private affair. Isn't that interesting? In fact, in that 1905 letter that I just quoted a moment ago, Lenin conceded as much. He said, we demand that religion be held a private affair so far as the state is concerned, but by no means can we consider religion, religion a private affair so far as our party is concerned. So it's a private affair as far as the individual is concerned, but as far as the state's concerned, it's not a private affair. Do you see the clever rhetoric that's being employed here? These socialists, these communists, and these Democrats are so good at that. But of course, but of course, they didn't consider it a private affair as far as the party was concerned because in the Soviet Union, in that state, in that, in that national entity, the party was supreme. The party was infallible. The party was the authority. And the Communist Party of the Soviet Union would relentlessly pursue, pursue what even Mikhail Gorbachev called a wholesale war on religion. Mikhail Gorbachev, the last communist dictator, the last communist premier, that guy, the guy that Ronald Reagan said, Mr. Gorbachev, 
tear down this wall, that Mr. Gorbachev. He wanted a wholesale war on religion. You know, Len, Lenin also said that in order to combat the religious fog, isn't that great rhetoric? The religious fog, he said. In order to combat the religious fog, we founded our association, the Russian Socialist Democrat Labor Party, precisely for such a struggle against every religious bamboozling of the workers. He wanted to halt something he called the religious humbugging of mankind. Other examples from Lenin? Listen, I could go on, I could go on and on. Paul Kangor does go on and on. But I will tell you something else. May of 1909, Lenin repeated this. He said, religion is the opium of the people. This dictum by Marx is the cornerstone of the whole Marxist outlook on religion. So all of you socialist Democrats out there who vote for people like Biden and you claim to be a Christian, I got news for you. You really need to rethink this. Can I tell you something? Lenin said something here that is worth repeating. It's the absolute duty of social Democrats to make a public statement of their attitude toward religion. Social democracy bases its whole world outlook on scientific socialism, i.e. Marxism. The philosophical basis of Marxism, as Marx and Engels repeatedly declared, is dialectical materialism, a materialism which is absolutely atheistic and positively hostile to all religion. Marxism has always regarded all modern religions and churches and each and every religious organization as instruments of bourgeois reaction that serve to defend exploitation and to befuddle the working class. This is the war that's going on right now, my friends. The war on Christianity is getting ready to ramp up in the United States. It's already here. You'll come out as a, as a, 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 a very pea-brained, mindless, uh, Bible-thumping Neanderthal, should you say anything that flies in the face of the various current social movements happening all around us today, in our schools, in our toy stores, in our books, in our TV shows, in the commercials, Say anything about that, you're immediately dubbed, like I said, a religious Neanderthal. You know, it's really interesting because when Lenin took power, he, he made it seem as if he was all for Christians being a part of the action. And in fact, there were actually some, some members of the clergy who became party members. And Lenin welcomed them because Lenin was, he, he coined the term useful idiot. He was the one who said, well, useful idiots, okay, bring them on. So there were a lot of Christian people who became communists initially. They thought it was a really great idea. But as soon as they took power, atheism, atheism was required of all party officials. Any religious sentiment was purged. And if they couldn't liquidate that sentiment from a person's life, they would throw them in the prison and then 
perhaps worse. You know, religious people generally have historically understood communism and socialism to be antithetical to religion because the communists and socialists have told us that indeed they don't comport, they don't fit, they don't work together. I know there are some religious uh, left-leaning Christians who will take issue with me for focusing on the likes of, of Lenin and Marx and others, but I'm using their words to put forward with passion, with compassion, a plea, friend, know what you're getting into here. Because at the end of the day, you will not be tolerated by them unless, unless you completely compromise your faith and pull a Peter who said three times when he was in that courtyard as that mock trial was going on and Jesus was uh, about to be found guilty, worthy of crucifixion. Peter was told three times, I don't know the man. I don't know the man. This is crucial history that the modern religious left surely doesn't, either doesn't know or doesn't want to know or... Our universities, of course, have failed to teach this material. Our high schools, even the Christian schools, no way. We're now reaping what we've sown. You know you're in spiritual darkness when not even the religious people can be counted on to refute the anti-religiousness of communism and socialism. But I will keep swinging the bat and keep trying to get everyone's attention. I'm just one man, but I'm trying to do my thing. And I appreciate you for listening. More on me at briansussman.com. And I think I've even got a front page story along these lines. My Facebook page is Brian Sussman Show. And for daily doses of inspiration, Brian Sussman Show on Instagram. Thank you for listening. And my friends, until next time.